Hello everyone, this is Lorraine Christie with another episode of Let's Talk About It. On today's episode, we have my very beautiful cousin, Roberta, with her handsome husband, Michael. We talk about their five age year difference. Uh, We talk about their dating story and they both give us some advice on marriage and we do laugh a lot in this episode. It's been a tough week for me, so laughter really is the best medicine. Uh, Before we dive in, I wanted to let you know that you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or you can always download the app Anchor. Um, So with that being said, let's go ahead and just dive right in. Time tea. Does it really make you sleepy? Yes. <laughs> In fact, you're gonna fall asleep during this podcast because you did, is that your sleepy tea? This is it. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I probably won't fall asleep during this podcast. But often, what I will find myself doing is sitting in this chair that I'm in right here, relaxing after a hard, laborious day at the job. Drinking a cup of sleepy time tea with a spoonful of honey, just like what we're doing right now. With your Bible, too, right here. Yeah. Wow. Keep it next to me. <laughs> just like my wife. <laughs> Brother, what is, like, a, one of your favorite things right now? Or what was maybe a high from your week? You can, I'll let you pick. A high from my week was our friends and family day. We met a family on Saturday at Outreach and they said they were going to come on Sunday and they did and the girl got touched um, during the service and that was really nice. Oh, that's super cool. It's kind of a bit, I told my brother this the other day about Outreach really fast, that once you like reach someone and they come to church or like you give a Bible study and someone gets baptized, it's kind of like, like I want to do that again. Yeah. You know, like cause when you f- when you feel like you played a small part in someone's life changing, like right. it just makes you think like how many other people out there like could be also just needing a knock on their door. Right. You know. Okay, so I'll answer the question. I'm gonna say probably my high from this week. It's kind of been a tough week, so this is really, this one's really good, and it happened today. I fell in love with Irish music. Like it makes me smile, and I'm not a music person, so I feel like that really is like a big deal mm-hmm. like we should celebrate this we should do like an Irish an Irish dance after this podcast <laughs> I, I. <laughs> okay so if you guys have not been listening probably I think Berta has been listening to our previous podcast episodes we have been talking all things relationships which I am not married and I'm not in a relationship but I feel like I have so much advice to give people that are in relationships <laughs> and that are married. Um, so I really have been enjoying this series that I'm doing. Um, what is, we'll start with Michael first. What is like one piece of advice you would give someone that is going to be married? Like say I was going to be married next week. Okay. Let's we'll use me, <laughs> for example. Speaking by you know? Yeah. Um, if I was getting married next week and 
I just asked you, Michael, can you give me one piece of advice to help me going into marriage? What would that be? Mm. Well, there's two answers. First answer is always do your best. Second answer, and I'm probably going to get punched in the throat by this person next to me, (laughs) is don't expect it to be what you think it will be like. You're going to have a lot of opportunities where you learn together, and when you think it's going to be a certain type of way, be prepared for it to be completely the opposite. Uh, But it's an interesting time for you to learn together with your partner, and you know just enjoy every step of the journey and that's the biggest thing is that you know from my um, experience there's all different kinds of seasons of life and you know we're now going on our third year of marriage and if you look at from you know a high level I guess of the three years of marriage you'll see different phases or seasons of life that we went through together uh, and there was a lot of learning but you know, we've come a long way and you've got to enjoy every step of the journey, you know, and you've got to trust the process, you know, even, uh, you know, even if at times it seems difficult, you've got to understand that, you know, God does have a plan and you just got to enjoy that journey. That's good. Um, I think that's very important because I feel, at least for me, when you're on the other side, it's easy to have like an expectation of what it's going to be or how it's going to make you feel or how things should be. And as we can know from life, it's never that way. Like storms come, trials come, or just learning together, being with someone new, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I think that's very important um, for people that aren't married to realize that if you, you can get so caught up on an expectation that you almost like lose out on the process like Michael was saying so I think that's very very good Michael good well, job well you know and I also want to say you know um, don't get me wrong I think that this is another piece of advice that wasn't asked for but you know I think marriage is the greatest thing you know, I think every you know I'll speak to guys that may be listening I think that marriage is the greatest thing and every guy ought to want to get married you know you've got to desire to be married because it's a great thing to be a part of you know but again to you know your point Lorraine don't expect it to just be happy-go-lucky all the time there is a lot of learning that's involved with it there's a lot of learning about yourself that you've got to do once you get married but this is the greatest thing I've ever done in my life that's good let's hope your wife feels the same so um (laughs) Roberta (laughs) (laughs) Again, if I was getting married next week, mm-hmm. um, and I just came to you and said, Roberta, can you just give me, like, one piece of advice, or two, as Michael's kindly <laughs> given me, um, that you feel would be beneficial to me? I would say don't sweat the small stuff. That's something that I still have to learn and remind myself till this day, but when you're first married and learning to live with somebody and just the things that they do differently than you with my personality it would drive me crazy little things that Michael would do but after a while you're just kind of like it's not that big of a deal so just move on from it (laughs) like it's nothing nothing to go 
cry about or anything, but yeah, don't sweat the small stuff. And Pastor gave me some good advice. He just said, don't let perfect ruin good, and I have to remember that too. Yeah, especially if you're a perfectionist. It's like you want things to be at a level 10 and realizing that we're never even at a level 10 at our best. Like we have days where we're off and we're... We have attitudes are like our, we need to go pray in our prayer closet a little longer, you know. Um, so to expect that out of a marriage is like you're almost expecting perfect. And if you're married to someone that's perfect, they're already way too good for you. <laughs> right? So you should be worshiping the ground they walk on. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the greatest things that I love about you guys is obviously your story because I think it's very interesting. And the second thing is your guys's age gap Mm -hmm. and you would think that it's something that would be or I don't know at least from the outside looking in it doesn't feel five years has you guys are five years apart right in age Mm -hmm. from the outside looking in it doesn't feel like it's been an issue do you feel like it's been an issue I mean I feel like Michael it's like cha-ching I scored an older woman Mm -hmm. but yeah absolutely I don't think that there's been any issues or like other than when we're talking and I'll be like hey do you remember this when you were younger or like this show and sometimes Michael will say like nope <laughs> I'll be like oh yeah I forgot five years but other than that I feel like sometimes I feel or most of the time I feel like Michael's older than I am because he seems wise beyond his years, to be honest. Wow. Whoa. So, wow. Lena, <laughs> Lena no, on I mean, here. I, I really mean that. And so sometimes, you know, I'll joke with him and tell him, like, man, I really think, like, I got a grandpa or something. Yeah. <laughs> and it's 7 o'clock at night and he's drinking sleepy time, <laughs> sleepy oh, time yeah. tea, getting ready, <laughs> ready for bed. Yeah. No, I don't think... Uh, I've never really felt the age gap. You know, it's never really been a thing that's bothered me. It's never even really been a thing that's crossed my mind, you know, to be honest. I think that I think that if you like somebody, you know, talking back when we were dating, I think if you like somebody and you want to, you know, be in a relationship with somebody and, um, you know, eventually get married, obviously, I think that there's a lot bigger things that you need to be worried about than the age of your significant other, you know, and I think that if you really see something in a person or if you fall in love with a person, you know, you really don't, you really don't kind of see those things. You know, at least I didn't. I think I just was, you know, in love and, you know, it didn't, it doesn't seem like there was an age gap at all. And I feel like it's a little easier for the guy to say that, but, Bert, did you, have you ever, since deciding to date Michael and then obviously to marry him as a choice did you ever feel like second guess like man will this five years age like bite me in the rear someday or like feel shame I don't I don't want to use shameful but you know I feel like sometimes you could feel like you're a pedophile like five years younger (laughs) all right now that the ice is broken we can do this podcast I can't remember your question (laughs) no I just said like have you ever felt because I feel like 
you're the older one, right? You should be yeah. the mature one to make the better decision. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Um, no, but I'm just saying, as far as, have you ever thought, will this five years gap end up being something that I regret as a decision? I didn't ever think that it would be something I would regret, but when we were dating and we were talking about marriage, I did at one point worry that because Michael was so young when we got married that he might regret getting married to somebody older because I might want things at a different time than he does like kids and also because I was worried that he would be like why am I getting married so young because he was only 21 Oh man! When I we didn't got married, how young you were. Yeah, yeah. Was a youngster. And so I worried that he might, you know, regret that. Being like, man, maybe there were things that I still wanted to do before we got married, but not after. I mean, since we've been married, I haven't had any mm-hmm. any regret or felt like maybe we I should have married somebody my own age or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But like, we were only married for three years, so yeah. <laughs> I mean, about, I don't know. I feel what like what about that time you broke up with me in the Olive Garden parking lot? <laughs> Well, we she didn't break dating. up with you because you weren't dating. <laughs> You're yet. right. I was just telling you that we should be friends. She friends over <laughs> you, Michael. Yeah. Well, since we kind of shifted to there, we might go back to this because I feel like I we can talk about that a little bit later. Uh-huh. Um, but you guys were friends, obviously, first. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Michael got feelings first, as we can tell. Mm-hmm. Do you guys want to tell us your story? Yeah. I only know a little bit because I was in the car at Olive Garden. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, teach some men out there, or young boys, how yeah. to come out of the friend zone. <laughs> come out of the friend zone? Yeah. Well, yeah, we can we can work through this story and, uh, you know, come out of the friend zone and get put back into the friend zone <laughs> and come out of the friend zone again. Yeah. Because, so what happened was, you know, we were friends and we... So this is the true story. This is the truth. Michael version? <laughs> no, this is a true story. So there was a group of us that we would hang out and we would go and just spend time together. We would go out for coffee. It was, you know, a friend of mine and Roberta and Roberta's sister. And we would go out as a group, the four of us, and we would get coffee and, you know, go to different places and over the course of, you know, I don't know, a couple months that we were doing this every week or two, you know, I started looking at that girl that I'm married to and thinking, <laughs> whoa, this girl's real cool. We get along. She's my friend, but she's also smoking. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just thought, man, she's great. And so, you know, we went, we were great friends already. We talked, you know, just fine and everything. And you know, I, I started getting some feelings for her and, you know, I let him kind of just stay at bay for a while there, but I realized that, you know what, you know, I'm not going to just sit back here and be her friend that has feelings for her and let some other guy come in and swoop up. So I was like, you know what, I got to go for it, man. And so, uh, you know, I did. I just told her one day, I was like, look, you know, I kind of really like you. Was this in Olive Garden Parking Lot? No, this was not in Olive Garden. This is before. This is all pre, you know, pre-apocalypse <laughs> and, uh, you know, apocalypse of my heart. But I told her, hey, I really like you. 
and I was expecting her to be like, I've had feelings for you for so long. <laughs> and actually, she just said, oh, you're done. Go away. You know? <laughs> you're so stupid, Michael. You know? And I'm like thinking, well, no, I mean, I'm not done. I just, you know. But she didn't believe me. And I was like, no, I'm serious. I remember vividly the conversation. I was like, you know, I'm telling you the truth. I like you. And uh, she was like, no, don't believe you. Don't believe you. I'm like, well, what do I need to do? And she goes, oh, well, just prove it. I'm thinking, what do you want me to do? I'm telling you that I'm, you know what I'm saying? And so a couple more weeks go by. I just start doing little things and taking her little chai tea lattes to work and macaroons or whatever. And, man, I think, I feel like just things are going great, man. We're moving forward. And, you know, all of a sudden we go to Olive Garden one night and we're there having dinner. And I'm thinking, man, we're getting married next week <laughs> you know what I mean? and uh you know we're walking out and uh it just I asked her I was like kind of just getting a weird feeling and I asked her like hey you know are you okay what do you think about this and I'm telling you man in one long run-on sentence I mean it was like one word she was like no I think we should just be friends and I'm just telling you man what I don't want to be your friend and I just was like well okay you know what you asked for it and so we go and we go our separate ways and I'm cool I'm like yeah you're right that's fine whatever and so I get in the car and I immediately call Lorraine <laughs> I mean which I was in the car ago, with her she was in the car with Roberta and I immediately call Lorraine Lorraine you have no idea what's going on you will never believe what just happened to me she said she just wants to be my friend and I'm just devastated I mean my heart is just shredded because I thought, man, this girl rocks. She's my friend. I just like her so much. And now I'm just her friend again. And uh, so, you know, it's whatever. I mean, we leave. I get off the phone with Lorraine. And, you know, I just, in my mind, I'm thinking, you know what? She wants to be friends. We are friends. <laughs> and I treat my friends pretty good. They know that, that I love them. But I'm not always the nicest guy. <laughs> and so... You know, a couple of weeks go by, and I'm just treating her like my little sister. Hey, what are you doing? Nothing. Hey, where are you at? I'm at the gym. Nothing. Da 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 da. And uh, this is a true story. <laughs> After a couple of weeks of just saying, "Oh, well, that's great. I can't talk right now. I'm too busy." Surely enough, <laughs> she calls me. Hey, I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. And, uh, you know, here we are, four years later, happily married. I but feel like it wasn't weeks, oh, it was though. four years. It was only one week. Yeah, I was like, because I remember a few days after. It was after. two, it was like two or three weeks. It was one week. And I was like, because I remember, like, this happened Sunday night, we went to Olive Garden. Yeah. I remember, like, Thursday, but I was like, I miss him, I can't believe he's, he's like, not He's been been so, so short with yeah. me. Yeah. That was devastating. And actually, you didn't really text me at all that entire week. Yeah. I was your friend. <laughs> yeah your poor friends never hear from you <laughs> that's true till this day yeah it's still true yeah so yeah. Berta you obviously do you think him like sometimes you don't they say you don't really know what you have until it's gone type right. of thing mm -hmm. do you think that ultimately is what yeah that definitely was the case mm -hmm. I think my dashing good looks <laughs> Because, like Michael said, we were really good friends. Like, we were... We're tight, homie. Yeah, we really were. We talked all the time. And 
I think I remember after Michael had told me the first time that he liked me, he called me, and I think we talked for, like, a few hours, and later on, like, in our relationship, he said he did it on purpose because he wanted to see, like, how well we could flow together in a conversation, mm-hmm. because there is the five-year difference, and so, I mean, that could really be yeah, I awkward, but we did. We talked on the phone, and we talked about anything and everything, and even though we went to the same church, we still, like, there were obviously things that we didn't know about each other or just things that we would learn more about each other so that's really cool so let me ask you a question mm-hmm. me or both of you either one of you okay. i feel like this first time i did a podcast with two people so i don't know who to ask I'm just yeah. um do you think guys and girls can just be friends i think so no <laughs> never I think they can. Maybe. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I mean, we were great friends, but obviously I fell in love with you. I feel like there's always, I mean, if you get close enough to a person, if you're a guy and you have a friend that's a girl, if you get close enough, I think at some point somebody's going to catch the feels, bro. I did. Do you think in, like, guy-girl friendships that it's probably better to maybe monitor, monitor, monitor how much time that you spent? Because I think it's easy probably to get invested when you're talking and hanging out and texting every day and building a relationship, even with someone that's your friend. Mm -hmm. It may not be for one or the other, but sometimes it usually seems to happen to at least one of the people. So do you think it's better if, like, if you are just friends that you should be cautious on how much time and energy? No. I mean, no. I don't think so. I think it's, uh, you know, I mean, I'll just tell you how I feel. I think it's a silly way to live your life, you know. I mean, I think you should be cautious and reserved with some things that you do in life, a lot of things that you do in life. But I think that, you know, with friendship, you know, don't hold yourself back from being a good friend. And... You know, prime example of, you know, one person in a relationship catching the feels is me and Roberta. And you know what? I felt like it was worth it enough for me to pursue her that I didn't care if we lost our friendship. You know, and these things will happen. And I'm just telling you the truth is that I made up my mind that, you know, I didn't care if at the end of it, if it didn't work out, that we weren't going to be friends. Because I wasn't just going to sit and be her friend, you know, and hold back on my feelings or whatever, you know, while some other guy came in and decided to go for it, you know. And so, you know, I mean, I didn't, I don't like living that reserved lifestyle. I just, I was, a gr- you know, I, we were great friends. And then when the feelings came, I decided to just not hold back on those either. Yeah. And I just, you know. If it's, if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. And God will close the door. You know, it won't work out. But don't hold back. Yeah. I think that if you try and be reserved or cautious or whatever, you also could stop what is meant to be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's good. So I think just be, your, be friends. And, I mean, there are plenty of friends, like guy, girlfriends, that don't text every day and do all that stuff yeah but I I mean I guess that's the point I'm trying to make is that you know there's 
I think a lot. I mean, there's not a line where a friendship ends, but there's different levels of communication. And as people get closer to each other, they're going to communicate more. You know, and as a guy and a girl get closer, obviously there's going to be more communication. And with more communication, you know, it inspires and creates feelings, I think. You know, the same way that, you know, when guys get close, they're like brothers or whatever, you know? You know, and it's the same thing with, you know, a girl and a guy. And I've never seen a girl and a guy get so close that they're like old brother and sister or whatever. They say that, but there's really, there's really feels in there, bro. You know what I mean? Unless you really get put in the brother's room, then you're messed up, dude. I guess it's one thing to be someone's friend because you get along and you talk well. And then maybe I think the issue comes out when you try to be someone's friend with like an ulterior motive. Yeah. Like you become someone's friends in hopes that because then you're really not being their friend. Yeah. Like, you're being their friends with the hopes that... It's going to turn into more. Yeah. And then I then I think at that point, you're not really being... Genuine. Yeah, then you're not really being someone's friend. Right. Yeah, I think one of the biggest favors you can do yourself in life is be genuine and be authentic. You know, and that's not even just talking about relationships. That's talking about life, you know, because if you're, if you're becoming friends, quote-unquote, with somebody with the intention of making it something else later, you didn't really want friendship, you know? And like I said, being genuine, being authentic is one of the most important things that you can be in life and it's something everybody should be. And, you know, I think one of the biggest reasons why everything worked out the way it did with Roberta and I is because at the beginning of it all, we were truly, genuinely, and authentically friends and best friends. And it just happened that way. Unless Britta disagrees. <laughs> <laughs> no, She's I, not I agree. That cannot see. Yeah. No, yeah. I totally agree with that. And that's, I guess, what I'm saying. Like, if you have a genuine friendship, then it's like you really are being you. And then right. that gives room for people to fall in love with you. Right. And so I think that even just goes into probably dating and getting to know someone. Mm-hmm. It's not like laying all the cards out, but just kind of really being yourself. So then it doesn't have to take a year for someone to get to know you. Just yeah. kidding. Just kidding, Ray. If you're listening. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. But do you know what I'm saying? Like, if yeah. you just can truly be open. And I think the older you get, at least it is for me being a little older, is that sometimes I, you kind of get used to things not working out in your favor. That you almost don't want to, like, even be open to the possibility because, like, people will say, oh, Lorraine, it'll happen when you least expect it. I never expect it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And not yeah. that there hasn't been opportunities. I'm not, like, you know. Yeah. But it's more so, like, when someone's like, oh, I want you to, like, set you up or meet someone. Right. It's usually, like, yeah, like, mm-hmm. this again. So it's sometimes it it can be easy to put up barriers and not be right. like okay I'm gonna try this foolhardily and go into this and it's almost like you hold up guards and that's something I feel like I need to yeah. work in and it just made me think of that when you saying that because at the end of the day for someone to really fall in love with you and get to know you not even love you but even just to want to pursue something like you kind of have to fully be yourself and not yeah. be afraid to right. really show them who you are yeah. And that's, I mean, I guess that's the point that I'm trying to make is the bet, like, 
you know, if you are, if to everybody listening, if you truly be a genuine person and be authentic and care and be yourself, every part of your life will get better. You know what I'm saying? You'll feel more comfortable in your own skin. Your relationships with others will improve. You won't have anything to hide because you're being authentic. You're being genuine. You won't have to lie about things. You won't have to cover things up because you're just you and you've got to be comfortable with just you. And as you're comfortable with just being you and being genuine, good things are going to happen to you. You're going to become friends with people that you were meant to be friends with. And you're going to, you know, fall in love with somebody that you're meant to be, you know, to be with. And, you know, just one of the things that I will say is, you know, when we, when Roberta and I fell in love, I wasn't look, I wasn't looking for that. It just happened. But it's because we were friends and I was being myself and I was being genuine. And she was being genuine and felt comfortable about each other. It just happened. I think that if you do that, one of the benefits of your life getting better is that you fall in love with somebody and get married. You know, and, you know, just be, just be you. Be real. Do you think being friends has helped you guys being married? Like that foundation of having a good, solid friendship? Yes. I think so. Absolutely. I wasn't hesitating anybody listening <laughs> I wish I was letting her answer first because I'm chatty Kathy today today but today. Uh, today. no I absolutely it helped us because the foundation of our marriage number one is God and our faith and number two is our friendship because you know regardless of anything else that we've experienced you know we are in love with God which is the most important thing anybody can do in their life is fall in love with God and have a relationship with Him. But it also, we have an outstanding friendship where we feel comfortable being honest with each other and joking with each other and, you know, roasting each other, whatever, you know what I mean? We, we're cool with that stuff, and it's just, it's neat, you know, because people say, there's a saying, oh, fall in love with your best friend, marry my best friend. We literally did that, you know, and... Yeah, we're married and we love each other. I love her with all of my heart, uh, but it's still my homie or my homette. <laughs> yeah, I know that a lot of people don't like um, the term or how people will say my spouse is my best friend, and I understand where they're coming from, but I don't think that calling Michael my best friend like takes any value away from him also being my partner, my spouse, my husband, you know, my love. Because he truly is my best friend. And like he said, it's a good foundation. And I feel like it's caused us, you know, we from the very beginning, we've been exactly who we are, you know. And even now, we can be silly with, with each other. And when we first got married, we would joke around with each other that probably to outside people probably seemed really mean. Like Michael would say something to me that people would probably be like, he is so disrespectful to her, but I know that he's joking. And I used to really worry about what like. What did I say? <laughs> and I used to really worry about what people would think because I'm like, they're gonna think he's not honoring me, and that you know, like he doesn't respect you. Out there, yeah, like he's not respecting me. But at the end of the day, it, like that's just how our relationship is, and that's basically how it's been from the beginning. So, and it really just gets better, in my opinion, when you're you know married. To, you, to somebody who was your friend first. Yeah. Agreed. 
Yeah, because I, I sometimes think, like, with the, when, like, the age gap, I, I'm seeing it more and more. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing it more and more with older women dating younger guys. Yeah. Or older women dating younger guys. Or, oh, yeah. You know? That's the new, that's the new black. <laughs> <laughs> dating a younger guy, that's the new thing. You should do that. <laughs> and I, I guess I only say that because I, f- I feel like, Really, the whole part of doing this series of relationships, and I even talked a little bit about this on Mind and Ray's podcast, is I just want people to get an understanding that, like, I don't think there's, obviously, there is right and wrong things when finding love, Mm -hmm. but I ultimately think that we can get so caught up on, like, it has to be this one way. Yeah. And I think that's one of the biggest revelations that I've gotten maybe the last year is that my love story or whenever God allows that to happen, it may not be in the box that I'm wanting, but it's still going to be the same gift. And you can get so caught up on it has to be this way that even it goes back to what Michael's saying in in the beginning, that you forget to just enjoy the journey. And with interviewing you guys and like interviewing Rose and Eric next week, I guess I just want people to get an understanding that like you... And God are like, it sounds super cheesy, but it's like God is writing your own story. Right. And if we could just take the goggles off of like trying to be this way or mm-hmm. trying to turn ourselves as young ladies, trying to turn ourselves inside out, trying to fit this mold so that maybe they'll like us or maybe this person will like us, that if we just genuinely were ourselves and just kind people, you know, yeah. and just our eyes were open and the more we're open to love, then love is more open to find us, I guess, for lack of a better word. But also also realizing that we need to not have an expectation of like, oh, it has to be this. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you weren't really sold on Michael because you were like the age difference. Right. I'm not really sure. But Michael was a champion and flip the script on you <laughs> you know what I mean but yeah I got a winner I keep them guessing <laughs> no. yeah and wow. I would definitely say if I I think that the most important thing if you are going to date somebody younger is just to not really care I mean obviously you need to care about like what your pastor says and stuff like that and I mean we talked to our pastor before we started dating and things like that but What I mean is don't care what other people are going to think because that was one of the big deals. That was a big deal with me is I was so worried about, like, people are going to think this about me because I'm dating somebody younger. Like, they're going to think I have no options or, like, you know, I'm just desperate at this point and, and, you know, things like that. But once you get out of your own head and you just realize, like, no, Michael truly is, like, one of the best people I know. Like, I really like him, and so I just – I'm not going to care anymore about what – I think people are thinking or what they're going to say. And, you know, I mean, like I said, I feel like sometimes he's older than me because he has a lot of strengths where I'm weak, you know, or, or places or parts of me that are, I have weaknesses. Um, but the one thing that, the one advice that I heard a lot was just like, how, where's their maturity level? Things like that. Those are important to look at, you know? Yeah, like it's not so much age because you can marry someone who was 27 or mm-hmm. 29 or 30 right. um, and they act like they're 22. Right. So it's it's almost so you can't really 
make age a deal-breaking thing when like people say it's just a number because you can marry someone that their age is of 30 but their maturity levels of 21 right so i think that right now i was 21 when i got married girlfriend (laughs) but again we're going back (laughs) to what berta was saying like you weren't 21 and even with you guys being married and knowing your age difference and being around you i oftentimes forget that berta's five years older than you right yeah i mean well i want to get some game time here (laughs) You said it best a minute ago, Lorraine. I think it's important for everybody to understand there's no there's no blueprint to what the perfect relationship looks like or what it should look like or how it's supposed to go. I think that, you know, you there's no one-size-fits-all. It's just two people that, you know, love each other and the way their relationship is will just evolve and develop over time, you know, Obviously, the relationship that Roberta and I have may not work for other people. We're not saying that that's how it should be. That's just how it is for us. This is just the relationship we have. This is why we love each other. We're just cool like that, you know, with each other. And, you know, but there's no there's no set path like that that you have to follow. The main thing is just keep God number one. And his, his plan is going to work out. He will create the blueprint in your life if you just keep him first and it'll work out. You know, and then again, to uh, Roberta's point is, don't worry about, you know, what people are going to think. Obviously, your pastor's judgment is is paramount in it. You've got to make sure that you're praying about it and that it is the will of God. But don't worry about, you know, the opinions of others. If you really love a person, if you really care about a person, and they're a good person, they're an honorable person, and your pastor signs off on it, and God signs off on it, go for it. You know, give them something to talk about. Be together. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You said something, and I had a thought, and now I, I lost it. Don't you hate it when that happens? I know. <laughs> oh, man, it was good, too, if I may say so myself. <laughs> I got some good ratings there. No, man, you, you just said something, and it made me... Mm-hmm. Well, what was I talking about? Just your little last spill. Our last spiel. Yeah. We don't worry about what people's opinions are. Pastor's opinion is paramount. God's opinion is paramount. God will create the blueprint. Ringing any bells? No, I lost yeah. it. it was... That's deep. That's 20,000 feet. 20,000 leagues under the sea. Yeah, I cannot think right now. Man. I feel like it was it was really good too. Yeah. Yeah. Like groundbreaking. <laughs> oh, well, there goes the listeners. <laughs> Just kidding. Man, I can't think about what I was gonna ask you. You'll find it. Yeah, we'll just keep talking, I guess. It'll come back. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. No, I will. I'm, I'm, we're talking, and I'm hoping it is, but I don't. Well, I don't even. You gotta ask questions that the people <laughs> want to hear. <laughs> Where's the, where's the beef? <laughs> you know, what do you got? Let's bring it. Yeah. That was really good, though, what you were saying. What I was saying? Yeah. Hey, Amen. Can you just say it one more time so I can see if it goes back? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see here. You've got to, we're going to bullet point this. Okay. You've got to not worry about 
I got it. Oh, here we go. I got it. That was easily done. Go ahead. I feel like there's no perfect situation. Yeah. I feel like we're human Mm -hmm. and we're flawed. Mm -hmm. So we got to also remember that we bring in baggage, whether that's a kid or a previous marriage or uh, family issues that maybe we don't have the best family. Uh I feel like we're all, everybody's bringing in their own life experience carry on bag you know into the relationship and i think you just got to figure out what you're willing and not willing to accept because i don't think that's a proper word Mm -hmm. but there are deal breakers for people and that's okay they know themselves like they like to me i know that i could not marry someone that was addicted to something Mm -hmm. like whether like certain things like someone that was addicted to like drugs because of my upbringing yeah it's like it's scared i just couldn't do it the fear of of that just something that would be very hard for me it would have to be like totally a god thing Mm -hmm. so i'm saying is everybody brings in their deal breakers but to me i would marry someone that maybe was married before or had a kid you know where some people that's like a complete complete deal breaker so at the end of the day i think we also have to remember that everybody's gonna bring in their baggage and we gotta also remember that we're bringing in our own baggage so there's really never a perfect situation and if we're looking for them to have like these big expectations like we're almost doing ourselves a disservice yeah to realize that I could maybe find what I like and find someone that loves the Lord. Yeah. At least for me, things that are important. Someone that loves the Lord. Someone that loves the church. Someone that wants to make, surround their life and their family around the church and around the things of God. Yeah. But someone that's also very deep. Like, I love having deep conversations. I love having meaningful conversations. And I couldn't have someone that, like, I'd be like, hello? Is there much there? Yeah. You know? And so there's things for me that I need in, and someone that's attentive. Like, there's things that I feel like I need, but to me, it doesn't matter if that category of things, those characteristic traits, that personality that I think would go well with mine, to me it's not that big of a deal Mm -hmm. if it, if that, if those things fall into the lap of someone that's let's say 26 or 25 uh-huh. you know what, I, you yeah. know what I'm saying because whether it's the age I'm going to be trading something for those I don't even know if that makes sense like I'm going to be for the things we want some there's always weaknesses that people have yeah. or there's always a past that someone has that we're going to be taken in so I think if you're going to if you're going to find a bunch of things that you like about a person yeah. and then get caught up on one thing like, I think you're really doing yourself a disservice because right. you're going to end up trading something. Well, and that's the thing that people need to realize is that life is chock full of compromises that have to be made. You know, that's not saying compromise on your integrity. Don't compromise on your standards. But there's always going to be, you're always going to be wheeling and dealing, you know. And the point that you're making is that don't let something like a five-year age gap prevent you from being in the relationship that's going to satisfy you and put you in a position to be married with somebody that completes you which is what happened with us you know and everybody does come with baggage life has a funny way of giving everybody experiences life has a way of you know whether we like it or not 
giving us baggage to hold on to things that we go through they define who we are as people and that even circles back to the one of the original points I made is be genuine and be authentic you know the things that you have been through in your life whether they're good or bad they're all part of you know who you are as an individual and you know who you are going to be you know some of the life experiences that we have dictate who we're going to be going into our future and the decisions that we're going to be making and I think that you know once we get that understanding that I'm not perfect you've got to understand that people are not perfect and you know that also includes you know under the definition of people that would include the person that you're going to make your spouse but I think that if you really love a person and you see virtue in a person you see value in a person that you want to spend the rest of your life with you have to understand that they're going to come with baggage and you've got to accept their baggage you've got to love every part of that person you've got to love every part of that person's upbringing and on the flip side of the coin you've got to also be very diligent and pay attention and see if that person cares about you and your baggage just as much and that's important because you've got to have a relationship where you can deal with each other's baggage and still be okay and work through some of that baggage and you know work through some of that emotional scar tissue that has just been building up and building up you know over the years the bible says that you know love your spouse like christ loves the church we are the church it's not a building that you go to it's a body of people that believe in god and want a relationship with him and people are full of flaws people are full of mistakes people are full of sins people are dirty in the bible people were full of leprosy and god still hung out with them God still found a way to make it a priority to spend time with them and work with them. And you as an individual have to do that with your spouse. You've got to spend time with your spouse. You've got to love your spouse, regardless of their flaws. And let right. God let God create the blueprint. You know what I'm yeah. saying? What are, what are your thoughts on that, Sister Roberta? It's good stuff. She's just sipping her good night tea right here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I, th- I think that's good, Michael. I think you make a good point, especially for men, because obviously it's different, which is cool that I have a, a male and female here. It's because the things that God commands you to do for your wife is different what God commands her to do for her for her husband. And I think that's because obviously men and women obviously create a difference. Our needs are different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, th- I think sometimes men ultimately can be a little bit more fearful of making the leap into committing and getting married. Um, but I like that Michael said, like, marriage is the best thing that you could do, obviously outside of, mm-hmm. you know, salvation. Yeah. Is marriage is the best thing. Because I see it a lot, and I even know people around me, where they're just scared to make that commitment, or they're fearful of making that commitment. And sometimes I, you almost just want to shake them and say, like, you're not going to find perfection. So if you found someone where, like, you can really see a future with, really, you get along, like, you connect on a bunch of different levels. It's, it's obviously stamped approved by, like Michael said, God and, and your pastor. To me, it's like, what are you waiting for, yeah. you know? just make the plunge and and do life together because 
whether you say bye to this person because of one area, you're going to meet a next person and you may not have you may not get along as well. You yeah. may not have the one baggage they have, but you also may compromise something. Yeah. You may give up something. Right. You know? And I think that's just where where my head's at. And I think I get scared sometimes because I don't want people to be like, oh, well, like Britta said, you're just settling. Mm -hmm. But I think as I mature and I get older, I realize that as long as the core values that I want in someone, that they have those, like I don't really care about the other stuff. Mm -hmm. And I don't really, even like even looks, like there are certain things that I was attracted to. And I mean, I pray that I still get those things. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, if he's packaged a little different than I originally wanted, as long as there are important keys that I want in a spouse, like I think for women it's easier to do that than it is maybe for, for, for a man. Like, I think it's easier for a woman to fall in love with someone for who he is versus a man to do that because men are a little bit more visual. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. So, but that's kind of like a whole nother episode we can do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, as we're wrapping it up, is there anything you feel like we didn't cover or anything that you would want to say to kind of... Kind of what? Wrap this up. Packaged it very nicely for our podcast listeners. <laughs> Berta, you can go first. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess the last thing that I would say, and to wrap this up nicely and in a nutshell, is, you know, just don't worry about it, man. I think people spend their whole lives you know, allowing fear to dictate their actions. And sometimes you just have to take action, you know? So if you're somebody that is in this valley of decision, you're trying to decide, you know, what you're gonna do, you know, because of the baggage that you've got in your life or because you're afraid of what could happen or what might happen, don't worry about those things. Fear is a liar. Fear is just doubt on steroids and you've got to just take action because you don't want to live your life full of regret, you know? You don't want to compromise on important things. That's that's the basics. That's, that's the answer that is given for free. You don't want to compromise on good values that are mandatory requirement of a relationship, but you've also got to realize that fear is a liar and you don't want to live your life in regret. Right. I wasn't going to live my life in regret thinking, man, I should have gone and tried to, you know, win Roberta's heart. I just decided to do it because I made up in my mind that I don't care, if it doesn't work out, I don't care how bad it hurts to lose this person because I need to know that I tried because this is how much it means to me, um, you know? And don't live your life in fear, go for it, and don't worry about what others think and trust God because it's all gonna work out. If it's not meant to be, it's gonna work out. And if it is meant to be, it's already been worked out and it's going to happen, you know, but don't live your life in fear. That's, that's a lie from the devil. Amen, Brother Michael. I'm just telling you. You are wise for your age, brother. <laughs> well, I'm just keeping it real. I'm just keeping it real. Keeping it real for the listeners is that, you know, <laughs> fear is a liar. And this is, good, this is applicable for your relationships. This is applicable for anything that you do in your life. Don't be afraid to take a chance. Don't be afraid to take a risk because... That's the only way anybody ever achieved anything. It's the only way anybody ever achieved a marriage. 
ever achieved, you know, an invention that somebody thought of, is you've got to take a chance. You've got to do, and, you know, it all worked out. It worked out for me, and this girl's still smoking. <laughs> and now she's my wife. How about that? <laughs> I don't think I've lost on. I don't think I've laughed on this much on any other podcast, Michael. So good job on that. Please. Congratulations. Well, I'm hilarious. <laughs> if I had like sound effects, I would have done like applause. Right <laughs> oh, it's, it's been a fun deal, man. To any of those young bucks out there like me, like I was, it was open season. You would say date an older woman. Dude, it was open season. It was cougar hunting season. I went, <laughs> hey, man, I grabbed my rifle, I loaded that sucker up, and I said, you know what? You missed a few times, but the third time. <laughs> hey, man. Third time's a charm. That's all right. I'm just glad I had that third bullet, man. <laughs> nah, go for it, man. Don't worry about the age, dude. I don't care how old they are. Go for it, man. You, you have some 25-year-olds going after, like... 75 years yeah, old? Yeah, like, Michael McClellan said, yeah. go for it. Yeah. They all work out. <laughs> what are your thoughts, babe? Okay. I think Lorraine was right when she said, you know, don't really... Don't have your mindset on how something should look, because if I had been like, oh, Michael has all of the qualities that I prayed for, but he's five years younger, so he's out then I probably wouldn't be as happy as I am in life. Because I've told multiple people this, that Michael is literally, has everything that I've prayed for, from his sense of humor to his leadership and everything in between. I seriously have got everything I prayed for. He's five years younger. I didn't expect that, but I don't regret it at all. So. I don't regret it either. So yeah, so keep an open mind. Yeah, I think that's very, I think that's the most important. Yeah. And and like Michael said, not caring what people think, because sometimes people think, well, if I have an open mind, if I, if I kind of spurts outside of the box, then I look maybe like I'm settling or I'm desperate, which, you know, is not the case. And it's okay to say, like, you want to get married and and for guys to, to put yourself out there and not let age hold you back. Because if ultimately, if Michael would have thought the same thing, like, oh, man, she's way out of my league what she was just kidding <laughs> but it's like she's out of my league and she's older than me like I'm out yeah but Michael's like I'm not having that it's like I may yeah. strike out but I'm gonna keep coming up to bat hey I'm on bat a thousand now Lisa only took three times <laughs> yeah you know and somebody very wise once said it's not the box that I was expecting it in it's the gift I asked for <laughs> Was that, that was, me? Was yeah, that me? Are you yeah. quoting me? Yeah. <laughs> you said that. You impacted my life right now when you told me that. You're welcome. That was for free. I'm not even going to take an offering on this podcast. That one was, that one <laughs> that was, was for free. free. That's the answer I gave you at the beginning of the test. Yeah. So let's bullet point this to finish this thing off. Number one thing. You trust just, God. Yeah, that's good. Trust God. Number two. Don't have limits. Don't have limits. Number three. I, th- I meant to say expectation, but we could take both of those. <laughs> don't have limited expectations. Yes, thank you. Number three, don't be a coward. Fear is a liar. Make Go a move. for it. Number four. Be genuine. That was a good one. Good yeah, point. be yourself. Be genuine. Yeah. That's a good. Yeah, we hit a lot in this podcast. Oh, good yeah. job, guys. Hey, man. I'm just glad that 
we were able to do this while I was drinking my sleepy time. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's settling in, so we probably should end it, because I feel like you're going to start dosing off on your chair right here. It's your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Alrighty, well, I'm so thankful that you guys were able to come on, and one thing I love about you two is your ability to work together and ultimately to have a good time together, too. Like, I feel like you guys get the best of both worlds. So, best of both worlds. Um, so, anywho, I'm super excited. I will be having my cousin Rose and her husband Eric on next week's podcast to talk to them all things love and relationships. So, until then, I will see you on Monday for our five minute Monday. Bye. Bye. <laughs>